0: Sliced Apples Podcast with Alex and David This weekend I'm deep in a hotel
1: you. room right now <laughs> Yeah, deep in the hotel room right now you
0: know, <laughs> Living on the road as usual um, Over the weekend I was in Kentucky And man why nobody ever 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 tell me about the horse track?
1: What do you mean nobody ever told you about the horse horse track?
0: I mean, it's just I keep finding. Like, I hope you don't get mad at this, but I'm gonna categorize this under white uh-huh. people shit.
2: Yep. Uh huh.
0: And I keep discovering this badass white people shit that uh-huh. no key. And this was one of them. At first, I was kind of annoyed because they didn't give us the correct dress code. Um, for the club level we were on, we needed a, a jacket and tummy, mm-hmm. which wasn't communicated to us. Therefore, I had to go back, change. I was already getting a little annoyed. I was like, man, you know what? Screw this place, man. They can have the
2: racetrack. Man. Who, who comes to racetracks anyways? This sucks.
0: About it only took me about ten minutes to get in there, and I was like, "This is lit." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I got, I got a program with all the betting, all the information on the horses." I'm like, "Let's run it, let's get it." <laughs> and yeah, I was like,
1: "How much money did you lose?" Enough or not enough to go back for a second time. That's usually what it is, is either you lose too much, and you're like, man, I'm never going back, or you lose just enough to be like, man, I can go back.
0: I, wait, I lost like 40 bucks.
1: 40 bucks, Yeah, that's enough to go back.
0: <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, I mean, I, I don't know anything about horse racing. You know, I'm just kind of... This is my first time. I've never even watched horses before. I don't know what stats to even... I didn't if I knew about this ahead of time, maybe I would have done some research on like a few YouTube videos on like the best way to go about it. I went in blind. Um, so I was like not putting too too much money in there, but pretty lit. Um I we actually met a couple that was from Texas, Corpus Christi, Texas. Mm. And they're like just they're like y'all going to come up here every year (laughs) and i was just like i don't know maybe you know maybe and i never realized that you go to the horse track literally just to gamble you oh yeah no one goes just to oh i'm here to watch the horses or you know for the sport of it, I guess you could say.
1: The family uh the families of the owners of the horses, I guess you could say go for the sport of it or go for the horses. Everybody else, absolutely not.
0: Well, even then, you know, the owners, you know, that's money if they win, that's money in the pocket. So that's they're actually true. going to, they're going to see if they got that money in the pocket. And um yeah, dude, on on the last race it was I sweated so hard, so I said I threw a fuck it. I uh, predicted, because, you know, there's ver- various ways to bet. Um, obviously, there's the winner. Just bet who wins. You could bet win, place show, essentially, if, they, if they're going to come in the coming first, second, or third. All these other things, I decided, fuck it. I'm going to go with betting. It's I think it's called an exacta, so first and second place exactly. And according to stats and everything, you know, these two horses, first of all, they had the same trainer, high high wind percentage, same trainer. One, statistic-wise, was statistically better than the other. Horse five was better than horse four. So I was like, okay, five going number one, four going number two. And this is the, first, this is the race where they first make it longer, like they make the distance longer, so it's a little... Throw you off. It's on turf and it's longer, so it's like mm. you know you gotta you gotta really uh, apparently you gotta really uh, consider that because it changes everything. And so, yeah, dude. Uh, essentially, five was like four was in the lead. Pretty much, he was up there most of the, most of the race. Five like started off in the middle, and I was just like, "Oh fuck, here we go!" <laughs> like five is just gonna bail out, but then. Last quarter of the race, you know, five was just, that boy just turned on the turtle stamina. Like he just, he was going, he like passed up like six people in him. And then next thing you know, five and four were like neck and neck for the lead. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, am I going to pull this off? Is he going to come back for me? And then right right. A few feet, you know, five, just kind of like, all right, I gave him my all. Yeah, I'm going to lean back. And four ended up winning. So it Damn. turned out four, four, then five. And I was like, all right, let's go. It's time to go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How long were y'all out there for? About
0: four hours. If I had to say.
1: You only lost 40 bucks. That's 10 bucks an hour. You, you played, you played, you paid the price to play right there. 10 bucks an hour. Yeah. It's not bad. And it's
0: funny. Cause, uh, these tickets were given to us. So I was kind of like curious as to how much it actually costs to get in, to get where we're at, bro. It's hella cheap, hella cheap. And I was like, that's when I really realized, okay, they're making all their money from betting. Like nobody is just going paying a little $7 admission fee just to watch. Everybody's going in there and they are spending big bucks. Essentially it's the dudes going in there gambling and then the wives kind of, like, conjuring together. they like, like, having their drinks. Like, hey, how's it going? Oh,
1: Sounds some like old-school Victorian type shit. That's what it sounds like.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's, it's essentially what it was. It was, uh, I call it a... You see the dresses um,
1: and everything and the hats and all the feathers and stuff like that? Or was it not quite yeah, up to... It,
0: it wasn't too, too extravagant. Because once you start getting into, like, Kentucky Derby, kind of like those... Real top-notch ones. That's when you start getting into those. There's there was a few. Don't get me wrong. There was a few, but yeah, it was it was a fun time. It was like I was like it's kind of like Vegas, but uppity and but yet <laughs> old school at the same time.
2: Kind of like Vegas,
0: but I'm just like it's weird because like Kentucky, obviously they're you known for the horses, Kentucky Derby, all the horse tracks, but you can't bet. You can't sports bet in Kentucky. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense.
1: So you can't sports bet, but you were betting at the tracks. Like you could obviously bet there. Yes. Okay. But, but like you can't,
0: you can't sports bet. Like if I were to leave the
1: clause or something in that rule for, I don't know. Maybe they don't consider it a sport. Who knows? Uh, I'm sure cool. I just pissed off some people saying that
0: lobbying
2: yeah the,
0: the racetracks lobby to yeah? the state congressman congresswoman senators, whatever pay them that money to make sports gambling illegal because everybody in kentucky has to go to the racetracks look at that man that's how you Bro, it
1: sounds about right to me brother damn look at you
0: because I, I read are guys this doing
1: this, and we put a head on you right there. Put a put a brain on you.
0: Because I read this in the program. It said uh, horse racing is the third highest betted on sport in the country.
1: Oh no but doubt. Yet,
0: but yet it is like as far as viewership, it's like twenty fourth. Or like, there's a
1: channel on YouTube TV that's that's horse racing live. And it's just like kind of randomly around the country. And it's got all the betting odds and things like that on YouTube TV. If you scroll deep enough into it, it's like one of those bozo channels that you would never click on. But yeah, I believe it. Do you know what one and two are? Is it basketball, football or football, basketball?
0: I'm assuming it's, but I know, I'm pretty sure one has to be football. What two is? That's a very good question. I I wouldn't assume it's basketball. I I would think it's
1: basketball because, I mean... It's it's a really long season, it takes over a majority of the year. There's a lot of different things in basketball you can bet on. And it's I mean it's pretty pretty top notch when it comes to notoriety or recognition or I mean I would say my guess is it's number 2. I mean I can't see another thing what is it? Soccer. Soccer in the US, but this, but
0: this might be in an
1: international home. Okay. But I was not, gonna say uh, if we're talking international, then yeah. What are the results? Results are as you look up on a phone and I could easily look up as well.
0: It's cause it's giving me like I guess cause Got sports you. books are like individualized by state. You keep state keeps popping up. I want I want the whole country. Country.
1: Yeah, this is this is something where you got to go. You got to get in the weeds. We're going to guess basketball. I mean, at least that's my guess. I don't know what yours would be, but I imagine it's it probably basketball right. as well.
0: This website says football, basketball, baseball, then horse racing. But
1: and horse racing, okay.
0: I'm pretty sure I would say horse racing over,
2: um, over what you want call it. Baseball? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I would say so as well. Um, did you win any bets this weekend on the NFL games? I
0: could not bet because uh, I was in Kentucky and sports betting isn't. Like, so isn't how it works like, with
1: you? Like, What do you use to bet with? Because I'm going to have to educate myself really quick. I feel like this Vegas trip is going to just slingshot me to the front front line of betting. And I don't even know how to hold a gun, so to speak. So... What Like, you you use what app, and then it's regionalized? So if you're in a different state, you can't even use the app?
0: Yeah, so essentially, um, because I think every state, just like with anything, it's like they have their own laws and stuff. So I think, so the apps I use is like BetMGM, FanDuel, Barstool Sportsbook, um, DraftKings. Why do you uh, use
1: multiple? Because the lines are different for each one. So you might have mm-hmm. more favor. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, for example, I think uh, I was pretty mad at myself. Last week, I bet on I bet on the Astros, I believe. I bet on the Astros, minus one and a half. And I think, and FanDuel, I took it for like plus 108. When I'm pretty sure it was on DraftKings for plus 125. Now it's not that big of that huge of a difference, but that's like money you're missing out on because you know, you gotta shop it just like you shop anything else, like
2: yeah,
0: shop insurance. Yeah, there's, that's true. There, there's gonna be prices, different prices everywhere. So you wanna if you're gonna if you liked the Texans money line and that's what you wanna take, you're gonna see which one you could get the most money from. If you win that, if you were to win that bet,
1: so living in Texas, it's not legal here in Texas, is it? No, no. So you did, you did the what was it called? Daily fantasy. So uh, prize picks. So that's that's completely different. That's not like
0: it's it's different. It's different in the sense of um, you can only pick you pick players and like they give you projected stats. Is Tom Brady going to go? They give you projected two hundred and thirty five and a half passing yards okay. to going over over under, and then you have to pick like multiple players like that, and then um, depending on how many you pick that the bigger the um, the bigger the payout is the winnings okay whereas whereas over here, I could just bet just games like I could bet that I put in a money line don't't don't blast don't, me, but I put moneyline bet earlier on the
2: Raiders. What? It,
0: it was it was too good to like resist. They were at plus two eighty. Like you don't really see that in NFL. I was just like,
1: "There's a reason you know. don't see it." So they just hey, have to I cover know. the spread in that bet.
0: No moneyline is. I'm picking them to win.
1: You picked the Raiders to win.
2: Yes. Now, do I well, think whatever whatever happen? amount
1: of money you gave up for that, I hope it goes to a good cause, like a good charity organization, because you just gave that money up. You're not winning that bet.
0: I mean, nobody would have thought the Texans would have won the bet, or
1: the no Jets. i could I could have guessed because guess what? When they loaded up the broadcast, they said the Texans have beat the Jaguars eight times in a row. I was like, shit, all right, well, maybe I yeah. should have taken the Texans on this. Yeah, so it was nine times in a row now that they've or beaten could, the, the Jags. Or you
0: would have told me I was crazy because the Giants were plus nine and a half on the spread and plus 350 on the money line, and they won the game.
1: <laughs> so That one, I would have told you you were crazy, definitely. Would,
0: anybody would have said you're crazy. I thought, I mean, I'm pretty sure that was my 16 on the... <laughs> 16 on the thing yeah on the confidence pool but i mean the thing is so going back to the original question um you know when i download fanduel it's fanduel specifically for tennessee each state has their own one depending on mm. where you live in so like even if kentucky did allow sports betting I most likely would have to download like the fan duel for Kentucky Mm. to as far as I know, I mean, like I've only really played in Tennessee, so I don't know everywhere, everywhere else I've been to, they don't have sports betting. So I haven't really tried it out or anything, Mm. Um, but I believe that's the way it goes. It's its own like sports book. It's its own kind of separate entity. In a way, I guess you could say. Um, Um. Yeah, I think unless you have like one of those, because like when you go to Vegas, it's like you go to the casino, the sports book, and you place a bet. I'm pretty sure wherever else they allow casinos, I guess Jersey, um, Atlantic City. I think, I think that's the same. Like if you were to put yeah, bet in Caesars over there, and then the Caesars in Atlantic City that might be the same but either either way you can only like it's like a ticket and like you got to like cash it out there
1: <laughs> gotcha well we will um certainly talk about your raiders but at a certain point but you kind of touched on the the giants and packers so let's start let's start the gauntlet here the sunday gauntlet <laughs> did you get a chance to watch uh, any of the giants packers game
0: I actually did because it was on so early. Um, We're we gonna start with this one. Uh, first of all, first of all, um, RIP to the guy. There was a guy that put out a bet for the exact score: Giants twenty-seven, Packers twenty.
2: But oh. then Packers
0: Packers took that intentional safety. Oh. So, my heart hurts for that fella out there. They almost won a thousand dollars. Oh my god. But, I don't know, dude. The Packers just came out that second half flat. And it's uh, crazy because, um, you know, they were talking about it like Jair Alexander was talking about in the post-game locker room. And he said something in the realm of, you know, lo- losses happen. Like, as long as we don't lose next week, because next week they're playing the uh, Commanders. They're playing some chumps next week. Um, Jets. The Jets, there we go. And so, and Aaron Rodgers was very critical about that, like, you know, obviously you don't like that attitude in the locker room because yeah. you don't, this is the NFL, this is not college football. Are you dying? You dying on me? I just say college football and thought of A&M, one play away from upsetting Alabama, and my heart broke again. <laughs>
1: How do you keep jumping topics like this? Stay focused. Stay, we talked about the A. M. Okay. Heart, heartbreak. How about this? Okay, so. Are the New York Giants for real? Should we, when we're looking at the rest of their schedule, you know, and we're looking at, let's see, next week they have the Ravens. Are you giving them even a shot at the Ravens, or is this coming off a monster high and it's going to be a low?
0: Look, this is this is the state of the NFL right now. Jets, Cowboys. Eagles. Uh, Not Eagles, because they were never at that level. Oh. The Jaguars are kind of finding their way back into that realm. um, But I would still put them in this category. Like, these are teams that we automatically before used to just like, no shot, dude. Mm. No shot. We can't do that anymore. We can't, mm-hmm. like, and the thing is, I don't, like, like, don't even waste your breath going through the schedule because I just do not know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it, I mean, especially the Giants of all of them, like, like, I don't know. I can't give you a prediction because I don't know. They could have a hot start and then fall just yeah. towards the end of the year. I don't know, but as of right now, they're playing – they're playing lights out. They're playing good good football. Uh, shout out to uh, head coach, Dable. Uh, Brian Dable. I think that's his name. But even with – I think they have some starting receivers out. You got Daniel Jones as your quarterback. You beat the Packers. Look at the NFC East, bro. <laughs>
1: You shut the Packers out in the second half, dude. Not only did you beat him, you shut him out. Minus that safety at the very end of the game, but I won't count that because you shut him out. Wild. Mm-hmm. Climbed all the way back into the game and shut him out. Yeah, I was...
0: Uh, kind of hurt, too, because Sam had Saquon Barkley on the fantasy squad. He gave me a good old ass whooping this week,
2: which, you know, Started some wrong
0: receivers. Happens, you know. Got some injuries going on. It happens. As a mm. fantasy manager, as a fantasy manager, I need to be better. Um, I need to be better observing my talent. But yeah, the Giants. I'm just gonna put them in the for real bucket. They're for real. Yeah. We can't discount them anymore. Just like, I mean, they're the Jets. Maybe aren't as for, but we can't just automatically discount them anymore just really can't um and if the bears would have pulled off their little comeback against the vikings which i was sweating about because i was like oh lord don't tell me don't tell me i'm gonna have to come on here because because i remember i was seeing like at one point the vikings were up like 21 to 3 or something and i was like oh shit, great and then i saw like they were coming back i was like Hey, don't do it, Bears, because Alex ain't gonna handle it on Monday. Don't do
2: it, and they didn't mm-hmm. do it, so they heard.
1: Luckily, they didn't. Uh, my my confidence pool and fantasy team both just shit the bed this weekend. But you know, what are you gonna do? You can only look forward, not backwards. I would say the New York Giants are for real. Um, and I thought I'd never say this, but two weeks from now, Week Seven, the Giants and the Jaguars play each other, and that should be. Uh, probably the hardest pick, I think, that week for us doing the confidence pool. I I don't think there's going to be a harder pick, because like you say, you just you just don't know. I mean, evaluating those teams, I agree with you. Prior to the season, we looked and we're like, you know, I mean, who are these teams really like? They're really not anybody. They'll lose to the positive 500 teams. They'll lose the under 500 teams. They'll beat up on each other. They'll come out with two three wins uh, over 16 17 weeks, and so. You know, but here they are, you know the Giants, four and one, dude, taking down the Packers in London. That was pretty wild. Um, good game, good game. And just when I thought they wouldn't sustain a drive and they wouldn't score, they kept sustaining drives, and they kept scoring. I was very impressed by that, yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, this was this year is just, just wild. I hope uh, the wildness continues by the Raiders beating the seats tonight on Monday Night Football. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, but I won't more um, on that one. Let's uh let's do the old run through and see what we got here. So coming up next on what, this list, go for it.
0: I want to get your take on this breaking news. Uh Matt Rule got fired.
1: Okay. Well let's skip to the Seahawks Saints then. So Saints took down the Seahawks thirty nine, thirty two. Uh, we both
0: had how that. Did, how did how did that how did that correlate?
1: Sorry, Not sorry, my bad. Game. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. It's long day. Panthers. My bad. Panthers. 49ers, Panthers. Like, how does that? I correlate? was thinking. I looked. I was looking for the blue, and I saw the Seahawks. I was like, Seahawks. Matt Rule. No, no. My bad. Panthers. So the Yeah, the 49ers take down the Panthers. Matt Rule. I think everybody was calling for his job prior to the season. I I like Matt Rule. I mean, he coached to Baylor. My mom went to Baylor, so I'm I'm a fan of Matt Rule. Uh, I don't think he is a good NFL coach. Uh, I also don't think, you know, he may, he definitely didn't make the most out of what he had. And he certainly didn't have a lot, you know, David Tepper looked at him and was like, here's Baker Mayfield, do something with him. And we're both sitting here like, okay, Baker Mayfield's Baker Mayfield last year. And I believe also the year before Christian McCaffrey was, injured at least half the games. I want to say maybe two years ago he wasn't, and that was his blowup season, but three years ago, it might've been somewhere in that range. It would, it was early in Matt rules tenure there with the Panthers. And so to not have CMC fully healthy and then to have Sam Darnold last year and Baker Mayfield this year, I mean, you got to make something out of nothing, but he didn't make anything out of nothing. So he sat there, the zero sum, um, yeah, I mean he's I think he's still on a fully guaranteed contract. He'll get paid another 30, 40 million or something like that. Take another highly touted college football job. I'm sure Oklahoma might open up after this past weekend. Oklahoma looked absolutely shitty against Texas, so that could be a spot Matt Rule ends up. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of slots. I think Nebraska is another one that's opened up recently. There's a couple big time big name College football head coaching jobs that Matt will gladly slide back into, and uh, do what Nick Saban did, uh, do what the with the Harbaugh John I think it is in in uh, Michigan did, um, just quietly slide back into a good place in college football. So I'm I'm happy for him. You know, sucks that he. I, I'm I'm happy for him because he's leaving the Carolina Panthers, and the Carolina Panthers just suck, man. They just suck, and it sucks to be the 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 uh, the scapegoat in the situation because we're all blaming Matt Rule but at the end of the day we know it's Baker Mayfield we know it's CMC being injured we know it's just the quality of their roster is not very good their their whole management and everything it's they recently got a new owner in the last 5 years so it's just it, they're just going through a transition right now and I'm glad Matt Rule got paid 40 mil for free here and he's going to take a highly touted college football job <laughs>
0: um. And then they just announced, too, uh, Baker's going to be out a couple weeks. <laughs> of course. Um, for injury. And I was like, hey, things are looking at right a <laughs> Um <laughs> I want to know. I mean, I would have fired Nathaniel Hackett first before Matt Rule. That's just me. But don't know the I always find it funny, though
1: you got you got like in the Panthers here you have the Baker Mayfield situation where he's obviously playing horribly um I'm curious to see I know I brought up his QBR last week and I haven't checked it for for what it it was this past weekend but I'm sure it wasn't very good uh, but you know yeah. he announces the injury and it's almost like to me it feels like in a, after a loss and after you play bad enough when you say oh I'm injured it's like I know it's not an excuse, but it kind of comes off as an excuse. Do you get that vibe from it? Like, do you get that vibe where it's like, oh, you know, he was he was injured, you know, he might have because that's the same exact thing that happened with the Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson coming out and saying he has some torn like lat in his throwing arm. And I can't even imagine, you know, you're throwing with your lat and you're you're using your back. I mean, that's that that's this one right here. So you're you're really throwing with that, and that hurts like hell. It's just the timing of it all. It makes him, it just gives you this vibe where it's like, man, like, okay, like, we're blaming the injury now, you know, like, that's why we're playing bad as the injury. I know it's not that, but that's the vibe I get.
0: I I get that a little bit more from uh, the Russell Wilson. I mean, Baker, I mean, he just sucks. That's not an excuse. He (laughs) just sucks. <laughs> Russell Wilson is the one putting out the excuses around here, or his PR team, or the Denver Broncos PR team, over here talking about torn lat or whatever. Like, okay, Mister Unlimited, all them uh, TikToks. Yeah, and- twenty-five, twenty-five point
1: three. Uh, Baker did twenty-five point three QBR. His average for the season was 15.1. I kept saying it over and over again. So he went up on his on his average. Good for him. But yeah, he was seen in a walking boot. Good for him. Put on the walking boot. Walk it off. I'll take less slack from the media.
0: All right. Now let's talk about the Seahawks and the uh, New Orleans
1: Saints because um,
0: I should have picked up uh, Taysom Hill as my tight end.
1: Bro, I did not know you could run him at tight end. I had him
0: two weeks. I had him for week two when Kittle was out. I had him for week two because he had a rushing touchdown in week one. But I think I just played him on the wrong week. I think he went against. That's when they went against the Buccaneers. So obviously mm. he didn't. He didn't do shit. But yeah, you could run him at tight end. This fool had three rushing touchdowns, a passing touchdown. Like that's a cheat code. But this at is a the cheat code. Time, somewhat, somewhat of a cheat code because then. When they play an actual good team, like when I started him against the Broncos, uh, against the Buccaneers, you ain't getting diddly squat from him. Nothing. Jack. Jack shit. Because if he ain't running the ball, he ain't scoring points for you. He's not catching the ball, that's for sure. Um, but also, Rashad Penny out for the season, broken leg.
1: Mm-hmm. I am scurrying to the fantasy waiver wires for Kenneth Walker, the third. And if anybody picks him up, I will trade for him because he is, he came out of Michigan state. I've watched him for a couple of years now. He is very, 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 very good. He was in the run running with uh, Bijan Robinson. I thought for the best running back in college football last year. Uh, and he could have won the Heisman if he had kept up his, his uh, production but he obviously, it's just tough in that situation. Bryce Young is Bryce Young, so. Uh, but Kenneth Walker is now the primary back, bro. I'm, I'm going to grab him. I'll trade whatever for him if somebody grabs him before me. I'm putting it out on the podcast because I don't even care. I think it's it's pretty well known at this point, like who to target for the running back position there. And your boy needs running backs. That's what I discovered this past week in losing in fantasy. Is I need running back help. I uh, so I can't. I, no. You well, yes, you I did. Did. I did, you <laughs> did, but that wasn't why I okay. I drafted Russell Wilson, and Russell Wilson gave me five points. If Russell Wilson gave me five points this past weekend, I wouldn't have said anything right now. I'd be like, okay, we're good. You know, Russell Wilson has given me like five, 12, 18, like he hasn't even broken 20, I don't believe. So, what am I gonna do, man? You know, I got I to got beef up on the running back position of my quarterbacks to keep letting me down. And I just, I bought into Mr. Unlimited. I really did. I really, really did. And I thought their wide receiver core, man, like I really believed in it.
0: I uh, have the opposite issue. My receiving core is just hot garbage, to say the least. I mean, my running backs are carrying my team to. Mm. It's, it, if it wasn't for my running backs, my team would be just unbearable. I mean,. My running backs, 34 points, 9 points, 26 points. My wide receivers, 4 points, 4.8 mm. points. Mm. Like, now, this is where, as a fantasy manager, manager, I fucked up. I got two wide receivers on the bench, 21.6 points, 12.2 points. I got to manage better, but still. like, Especially with Cordell Patterson going on IR,
2: it's making my life a little bit harder. If he was in the picture, I could sleep easier at night. But
0: now I can't. Um, Kittle was a waste of a, uh, whatever round I took him in. I'm pretty sure I could have got a quality wide receiver instead of him. Um, just a
2: waste. Um, probably could have had a Taysom Hill.
0: <laughs> more more points. He's but yeah, uh, Kenneth Walker. Honestly, I would go pick him up, but uh, I, need, I need wide receivers. I couldn't even. I couldn't even pick him up to troll you. Like that's how bad I need wide receivers.
2: <laughs> Damn, your wide receivers I, suck.
0: And and this is and this is where I told the only having four bench spots is clutch. Because if I had like seven, shit. If I had six boy, I'll be trolling you right now. Even though you have a worse record than me, so you would get... You have waiver-wire priority over me. So... It's I'll, not trade you, I'll
2: trade you Tyreek Hill for... Uh, Nick Chubb straight up. Ooh. Damn, I actually... You have to think on that? Yeah. I'm going to have to think of a little bit. Just a little bit. Damn, that's a hard one.
0: That is a <laughs> two, two, two fans. Would you pull the trigger on that trade? Would you? Oh, no. uh, sure. Let's all
2: keep. Right. Let's keep
1: running. Let's keep running. Um, man, I don't know if I'm ready to hop off the Lions' bandwagon, but this past weekend sure was a kick in the nuts, man. Twenty nine to zero, the Patriot Patriots. The Patriots take down the Lions. Um. Man, they be they might be one and four, but I still believe in him. And I didn't start Ramondre Stevenson, the two fans of the league. It don't matter though, because I still won by like 20 points. But yeah, Ramondre Stevenson, one sixty one on the ground. Um
0: Yeah, it may, it makes sense because I have Damian Harris. I think he got injured 1.7 points. And mm. I was like, great. Great. Mm. Fantastic day just when I needed my best, you know, when you need your best while you're playing the best, like Sam has one of the best teams in the league, you know, you, your players just fall short. It just hurts. But as you were saying, um, yeah, twenty nine zero. Zappy's pretty good, bro. I'm not going to lie. Um. Zappy's pretty good, but we'll see. We'll see. But I'm tired of telling you about these QBs that are actually really good. Like my, like the boy Cooper Cush, Told you. You got what did I say? If he beats the Rams, we're gonna have to have this conversation. So we're having this conversation.
1: Ten of sixteen for one oh two. Zero Tuds Ooh. and zero INTs. Do you keep him on the bench?
0: Dak? Do you keep Dak on the yes. bench? No. <laughs> no. Yes No, Maybe you, so? no
1: you, you put you put Dak in the game. Stop it. Dude. Put Dak in the game dude come put back in the game dude okay let me let me run this by you look i know he's winning football games i get it he's winning football games these are games that like let me come at it from this angle he's winning football games yes but when they reach a point because the ultimate goal for them is to win a super bowl i believe i don't think cooper kush can win you any playoff games any true high pressure serious games, I don't think he can win. This is early regular season games. Dak Prescott is the guy you paid, is the guy that you paid to go deep in the playoffs, not Cooper Cush.
0: When has he gone deep in playoffs? He hasn't. All the things all
1: the things you you paid paid him to do it. So you pay the man, you're gonna play him.
0: All the things you just said about Cooper Cush, you literally just described Dak Prescott.
2: (sighs) It's a tough one. You're not wrong.
0: It's like, you know, sometimes, you know, you know, Russ has cooked before. But you just got to slide that man to the bench, bro. Or just release him. And you got to get in somebody else. It
1: means more, though. Like, if, if Dak is healthy and they don't start him, that means more than just like, oh, we're trying to win football games this year. That's like, you're crushing Dak's spirit about, like, already all this news and even Jerry... I mean, I don't think Jerry realizes the amount of damage he's actually doing to his locker room because I I seriously believe so. Like, promoting this quarterback controversy, like, I think it's great to keep it in-house and keep pressure on Dak. And yeah, you just got paid, but guess what? The position is not yours forever. And if somebody comes along like Cooper Cush and pushes you out of the building, I mean, hey, what are we going to do? But to put this pressure on him when he's injured, to now have when he comes back, hopefully they'll start him, but if they start, if they if they start him, we should say, and he plays horribly, and then they bench him, like what does that do for Dax's mental? I mean, he's he's rocked at that point. He's he's never going to be the same. You don't have the confidence. Your organization doesn't have confidence in him anymore. Is kind of what you're telling him. So I just then you,
0: should, then you shouldn't be playing quarterback at the NFL, in the NFL. Stop.
1: I think it's different. I think it's different when it's you're playing the game and you're not playing well, and they're adding pressure. Like, there's somebody on the bench that should play. There's somebody on the bench that should play. Like, you're not playing well. But the fact that he's injured and he's going to have to come back from this injury and prove everybody wrong for multiple week after week after week after week week is, I think it's an added level of pressure that's not needed in their building. There's not that needed drama in their building, that's for sure.
0: If this podcast would have started 23 years ago, this is how Alex would sound. Sliced Apples tie machine. <laughs> yeah, guys. Um you don't keep starting Tom Brady. You keep oh Le- you put Drew Bledsoe back in the it videos.
1: Stop. Tom it. Brady
0: might be having his success, but you paid Drew Bledsoe the money. So you, you gotta put him back out there. Tom Brady is not gonna sustain you deep success into the playoff Da da da. You play the quarterback that's winning you games. I don't care how much you pay them. Let, let it be known.
1: Let it be known that David on October tenth just compared Cooper Rush to Tom Brady. I didn't say Officially. that. Uh, no, no, bit, no, 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 no. Officially, you just, put, don't put, don't put, don't put you just did. You just did.
0: my mouth, is the situation the same? Oh my god.
1: So I'm the not, Bailey Zappi situation is the same, too? Bailey Zappi could be Tom Brady? I mean... Shut
0: the fuck up. <laughs> Shut up. First of all, Bailey Zappi is like the third string. So he had to get some luck. Two injuries to kind of come up. I mean...
1: It makes him extra Tom he, Brady.
0: If he if he keeps playing, like... That, that situation is a little different because we don't know what Matt Jones is... Where his potential is at. Dak Prescott, bro, we've seen him. He's had time to prove his worth and he hasn't. Time in and time out. They were laughing stock. Dude, because of him, they were literally posting, oh, we're just going to go ahead and post this. Dallas Cowboys eliminated from playoffs. Like, bro. And I can tell you right now, the way this team is winning, I guarantee you they're rallying behind Cooper Cush. Like, there's no way they're, they're, they're not winning games like this. And it's like a split locker room or like, they're like, Hey, some of us are team deck and some of us are team Kush." And uh, you know, that, that, no, I'm pretty sure with the way this team is winning, they are behind the cush wagon. Um, Cause you don't string off these wins.
2: If you're not, if your team isn't all on the same page, um,
0: I think you sometimes you just gotta take a chance, bro. Like, and if as far as confidence goes, Dex's confidence and his, um, you know, the pressure, his confidence, whatever it is. If he can't deal with it, he he can't find a way to rise above. You're just not cut out for it, bro.
1: They can't handle the heat get out of the kitchen? Is that what your argument is?
0: Essentially. I'm just saying, dude, Cooper, Cooper Rush has yet to show. First of all, the team hasn't lost. He's yet to show like any kind of like... Eh, He's played like, four yeah. games. Well, this year, five games total.
1: Did he win one last year? Yes. He is he undefeated play?
0: as a starter. I have no idea. I do not know. Okay. You gotta ask. You gotta ask the Cowboy Nation in there. Wait, like, let him, okay. How
1: about this? Let him play. Let him play this week. Let the Eagles just maul him, and then Dallas will be like, "Oh, you know, he can't handle the rivalry. He can't handle this." And get Dak Prescott back in there. He's the one with the true talent.
0: What? What? What if Cooper? What if Cooper Cush wins?
1: If Cooper Cush takes down the undefeated Eagles this coming weekend, that is a different story because that's. And they're in Philadelphia. That's that's a pressure game. I'm not saying this past. I'm not discounting this past weekend saying the Rams, you know, this that wasn't a real win or whatever. Like that was a real win. Definitely. Like That was a good win by the Cowboys. I don't think Cooper Cush played very well. He didn't make any mistakes, but I don't think he played very well. Um, I don't think anybody who throws for barely over 100 yards as a quarterback, a starting quarterback, is playing very well. Especially, I mean, I have Zeke on my fantasy team. The man, got me like four points, so I know it wasn't their running game. Sounds like their defense. So this this weekend, though, it'll be it'll be different. Uh, if he wins this weekend in Philadelphia against an undefeated Eagles that are running hot, and everybody's saying, "Oh my God, the Eagles are so good," I'm like. Stop hyping us up like stop hyping us up let us just fly under the radar, go like fourteen and three and cruise in the playoffs and then you can start hyping us up anyway if they if they beat the Eagles this weekend then yeah, I changed my mind but for now you you paid Zach all that money dude don't tell me there's some backup out there that's better than him that we that we haven't seen before or have it like he's been you're telling me he's been with the system for two years at least now and and This is now we're all of a sudden seeing this? Like, come on. This is... I don't know about it. I I like Cooper Cush. I I like the story, but don't take Dak away from it. Dak is the Cowboys.
0: I don't know. Okay. I don't know where you're getting this all this, like, yes, they paid the man, but he is not this ultra-talented QB that you, you are making him out to be. I mean, I'm not saying he's mediocre, but it is not... He's not so great where it's out of the realm of a possibility that there is a guy that could come up off the bench and perform at a higher level than him.
2: I'm looking
1: up because I I want to double-check this. But, Ty, you remember Tyler Huntley last year that came in for the Ravens and played really well? um, You don't remember him, do you? Not really, no. It don't look like he played as well as Cooper, yeah, he didn't play nearly as well as cooper cooper cush right, I'm pretty i'm pre-
0: I'm pretty happy because uh all the Monday night football cast hit the Chiefs by a large amount. I'm feeling a little mm. a little happier about my uh, little Raiders money line pick. Um, just want to make that little note in there.
1: Yeah, let's uh, let's get through this so we can catch the game because we do record right before the Monday night game. So, uh, Jets Dolphins, are we chalking this up to anything? By the way, I feel horrible for Teddy Bridgewater. This guy cannot catch a break. He is always injured by something. He got injured on the first play of this game, which I mean, props to props to the Jets for capitalizing on this game. I mean, you needed to win this game with Teddy Bridgewater's second string going out in the first the first Wait. play. Wait
0: with david putting 12 points on
1: you yeah they needed they needed to win. that was huge that was huge yeah skylar thompson uh i'm feeling bad because tyreek is obviously a direct just hit on this this, this doesn't feel good for my tyreek fantasy but uh congrats to jets dude congrats to the jets Brees hall real deal i mean zach wilson the gritty monster the milf gladiator <laughs> I mean, we love him <laughs> He's like the Glizzy Guzzler. I mean, come on, what else could he be? He's basically—I mean—he's a unicorn of all of quarterbacks. We love Zach Wilson in this building.
0: Did you say Glizzy Guzzler?
1: Oh yeah, that's
0: a little sus, cuzzo. I'm just
1: Zach Wilson, bro. You don't know what he's I, up to. I—I
0: I, I didn't know he was a Glizzy Guzzler.
1: I think about—I think about this podcast and you, and I'm like. Glizzies, David loves glizzies. And I was thinking, what rhymes with glizzy Guzzler? At least sounds what like it sounds like it. Damn it, David.
2: Glizzy. As you sit glizzy. here,
1: I watch you flip through the TV, brother. Let's 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 pay attention here. Let's pay attention. Sorry, I was trying to find the I'm filling clearly I'm filling with- holes for you trying to get us rolling here. And you're like, mm. look. Look, I just
0: I just want to give love to the Manning cast. I wanted to get my give my viewership to the Manning cast so they know so ESPN knows like
1: should I turn my Manning, TV on and just like half pay attention to what we're man. doing?
0: No, I was just flipping the channel. <laughs> the game hasn't even started yet, but it's I hate this freaking first of all, this freaking channel guide is so wrong. It's not even right. Second of all, it's in standard def. It's just like, what am I watching here? Like, it's just literally two fans. P- this is what
1: it's like to talk to David when he's not on Adderall. Two sixty p, bro. Two sixty p. No comments on the Jets or Dolphins. All right.
0: I told you the Jets needed to get me some twelve points. Okay, you heard that.
1: <laughs> no analysis. And of
0: course, and and of course, like. Honestly, I didn't really watch too much of the game, so I got analysis. You know, you caught me. You caught me. I didn't want to admit it, but you caught me red-handed.
1: Okay. All right. Well, let's 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 run through it, then run through the rest. Um, Eagles, Cardinals. Eagles are really lucky to slip out of this one. Uh, thank you, Kyler Murray, sliding too short. Hilarious how he got drafted by the MLB, uh, and he slides short of the first down, and then the Cardinals kicker no pushes it. To the right, no, no heart. Problem, he didn't want it.
0: He don't want it that. He don't want it bad enough. He wanted that. He wanted to make sure he was okay for double XP game.
1: That's right. That's right. October twenty eighth is when Modern Warfare two comes out. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Two fans. We got mm-hmm. uh three weekends. Three weekends. So Halloween weekend. That'll be the weekend to really watch Kyler because that'll be that week is when it will release. So for your for your knowledge. Um. Bengals Ravens last
2: night. <sighs> 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 what do we think of this I mean, game? Uh, watched like half of it. Um,
0: Ravens were on the way to doing Ravens things, but they just have the best weapon there is on the field. Motherfucking Justin Tuck- Tucker. Mm. The best, best weapon. Might be the best weapon in the NFL. Might be. I don't know, I how, many times I don't know how many times I've see that dude just absolutely nail 61-yard field goals like like it's nothing. It's just like he comes on the field and it's just like automatic before he even steps on the field. He, he knows he's going to make it. And But I did see some throws by Lamar in which why he probably if I were a GM, I wouldn't
1: do. Stop. Stop. I mean... You're talking about a I'm couple sure overthrows. To, there,
0: was a, there was three in the span of like the 10 to 15 minutes I was watching.
1: Yeah. No, that's... And the commentator, whoever, whoever it was, I think it's Al Michaels is one of them. Yeah, Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth. I think Chris Collinsworth said, you will not see him throw those passes except for this small window of time. And David, you tuned in for that small window of time because he said that. He's like, I don't know, this is uncharacteristic of him. He doesn't throw the ball like this. Like, it's normally on the spot. Yeah, I mean,
2: what can I say?
0: I mean, you, like uh, Matt Hasselbeck said, you make your money as a quarterback on third down, red zone, two-minute offense.
1: Ravens come out with a win, 19-17. Uh, last thing that I just want to touch on really oh, wait, um,
0: but wait but wait, real quick does that count if you have Justin Tucker as a kicker so can you still make your money by getting past the 50 yard line yes <laughs> if you have Justin Tucker as because
1: you have to get past the 50 yard line it's cheese but you have to get past the 50 yard line it's easy
0: hmm. so the mm. conditions are different if Justin Tucker is on your team I see I don't think so I think so because I mean Justin Tucker's a freaking iron leg, bro.
1: Like I mean, it it is it is certainly like automatic, but like he's not actually automatic. Like you're just you're just lucky you have. No, okay, he will miss one. He has missed one in his career in the fourth quarter. He's missed one. one. Yeah, he's missed one. Which twenty six. I think it's 29, but yeah, same yeah, difference. I
2: mean, <laughs> dude, stupid
1: but dude. No, I, but I'm just saying he's not automatic. Like, he doesn't just make every single one. So, come on.
0: Are you saying that because he
1: missed one? <laughs> bro, I'm saying that because he's not a robot. <laughs> You're saying that like, bro, it's automatic. Like, you, you get past 50 yards, it's in. I'm not disagreeing with you that yes, 99% of the time it is, but the man isn't a robot. It's not like just press enter and it goes in.
0: It's as automatic as a kicker can do.
1: That's right. That's right. That's the better way to say it. Uh,
0: there's, no, there's no, I mean, So I don't think you DNA. take a price
1: reduction on Lamar's contract. I mean, stop. If you,
0: if you want to go like money, deep analytics and whatnot, be like how many games did you? did we win because. Tucker kicked the 61-yard field goal to win the game. Let's see, Lamar. We're deducting $10 million per game that that happened.
1: <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Bill Steelers, the last one I want to touch on. I think the Bills are the best football team in the league. No question they're the best football team in the damn world. There's no question asked. They beat the Steelers 38-3. Oh. to three. That was dude. another staple win.
0: Steelers are trash, dude. What do you mean? <laughs>
1: The Jets beat them 24-20 last week, so...
2: Mm-hmm. They're trash. The Patriots beat them the week before.
1: Trash. No, the Browns. The Patriots the first week, but yeah.
0: So, the Steelers, that's another one we need to... They're up here on the hierarchy. They need to be taken down Down to the... We should probably automatic pick against them. That's what they need to be. They need to be in that pile from now on.
2: Mm-hmm. You're like, Bruh, I bet, mo- I'm penny, bet the Steelers mo- I bet,
1: mo- No, I, I think the Steelers could come out 500 this year. Mike Thomas never had an under 500 season. And looking at their schedule depending on, I don't know T.J. Watt's status if he's out for the whole year or if he comes back eventually
0: but I believe Where are they now? One and four?
1: Uh, one and four. Is-
0: they have some catch-up
1: to do. <laughs> You're right. They do have some catch-up to. That's why it's a hot take, David. Is that a hot take? Is that a hot
0: take? That they will be above 500?
1: No, they'll be a 500 team. They're going to be above 500. They will be a 500 team.
0: Well, not at the se- season 17 games. They can, well, they'll be has-
1: one game under 500. They will be a 500 team. One game under 500. Whatever. 450 team. Whatever you want to... You're so critical with so little analysis today.
0: Bro, I'm just trying to clarify. I'm just trying to understand exactly what you're saying. So I'm read. saying oh.
1: they will be a 500 team, but in this case, they will be one game under 500 because I'm not going to say they're going to be an above 500 team.
0: So you're essentially, you're, you're predicting them to go eight and nine. That's yes. going to be the
1: record. Yes. That's essentially what you're saying.
2: Um.
0: I wouldn't doubt that. It's not out of the realm of possibility. Eight and nine, that's a very mediocre kind of.
2: Yeah, that's the definition it's of 500.
0: It's, it's, where it's where they're heading towards. They might be under that, but eight and nine, they're not going to be
2: nine and eight. I can tell you that much. No.
1: All right, two fans, well, we tried. <laughs>
0: You know it hurt too. Again, it hurt again. Because as I was scrolling, us when I was scrolling earlier, they're showing a rerun of the Alabama A and F game, and I was just like,
2: "Why? Why are they do this to us?" <sighs> Did you know that was gonna happen? I knew this was gonna happen.
0: I knew. Instead of just losing by fifty points, <laughs> like we all expected, I, I knew they were expected. I, I knew they were gonna leave us on the hook. They were gonna put us. They're gonna be like, "Ooh, ooh, look at us! We're driving. We're close. It's a close game, guys." A M Nation, Aggie Nation, let's ride. And then they had a one of the worst play calls I've ever seen,
2: and just figured down the drain. Mm.
0: Now I will say. After review, after further review, the play call was only semi shitty. Um, team definitely was like hella late on that ball, hella late. Like, I don't oh, even yeah. know, like, I don't even know why he even, like, I would have just rather it, him just like, oh, I'm too late, fuck it, tuck it, and run, go run two yards, get the two yards, three yards, whatever. Or you could do the Richard Sherman just
2: run the football. You need two or three more yards. Run the football.
0: Which could have been a good one too, you know, A chain. The A-Chain train. Why not? I just the thing was I could already taste it. I could already see and A M getting that touchdown.
2: And us just like Yeah. Ugh. Felt the celebration already. I felt the headlines. I felt the story. Like I felt it and first I got my hopes up I'm pretty sure we all did
0: when you're that close two yard line all you need is a touchdown to win the game I'm pretty sure how can you not Like at, literally as a kind fan of any team how do you not get your hopes up
2: because you're right there
1: um, I did not have my hopes up <laughs> One bit the entire time I was just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting until we messed it up. And it took until the very, very, very last play for us to mess it up. And it, I mean, the refs helped us get in that position, dude. They were We were not supposed to be there, dude. They were, they were pulling for us at the end. Any Aggie fan who says the refs weren't helping us at the end of that game is a liar, and you need to go back and watch that. Watch just the last drive and see how many calls we got. I think we got three calls on the last drive. and the In the very last one, I mean, we had 11 or 9 seconds left on the clock, and then we got that call and had 2 seconds left to make that last play on the 2-yard line. I'm like, oh, it's easy. Hand it to A-Chain.
0: I, I, I saw that. Apparently, there's a big thing going on because when the that play with the interference when the interception happened in the end zone and they called a pass interference or holding defensive holding. Uh, Apparently there was still nine seconds left on the clock. And then next thing you know, there was only three seconds left when
1: yeah.
0: A&M were able to run that play. I mean, I don't don't know the
1: rules, but I, like I said, I was definitely hoping and like waiting. I was hopeful but I was waiting for us to lose the entire time, and then I watched us run that stupid pylon play on the two-yard line. I was that like, was, "Man, this is this is what it's like to be a Seahawks fan." This is exactly what it's was, like to be a Seahawks fan.
0: Like, I see, I understand why that play was called a hundred percent. Do you? Somewhat. 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 The thing I don't understand is your backup quarterback. It, it's not like I call that when I have a veteran receiver and a veteran quarterback that are just literally, I'm talking about in sync. Like I know Justin Timberlake in sync. Yeah. Like they have to be just together in movement. Cause that's how that, if you look at that route, like the timing has to be literally perfect. If the timing was perfect, the ball was perfect. That's a touchdown. Most of the time that's a touchdown, but anything other than that, the, Margin of error is so small on that play. That's why I'm kind of like, Jimbo, why? Why, why would you do that? Knowing, knowing the situation, I mean, Evan Stewart was balling out. It's a freshman, though. Haynes King got benched a couple of weeks ago, so I'm pretty sure uh, Max has been with the first team throughout this time.
2: They just—I'm pretty sure—they just didn't have that
0: that chemistry to pull that play off. And the thing is, I don't know if it was because of the injury. Like, I don't know, was was Vince King injured? Like, he looked, a little, he looked like he was hobbling hobbling a little bit, but at the same time, you couldn't really detect where it was coming from. It was like it was weird. Um, I, don't know, I just wish a part of him just running inside but then at the same time i just wish jimbo just had a simple creative play goal line play yeah to run like geez take do a fucking just watch the chiefs like a chiefs you just game watch just the take, chiefs just watch the chiefs game and take one take one of their freaking play their little shovel tight end shovel it's like that's where you get creative like that's where you throw Alabama off guard. You force them to do something like uncharacteristic. Like, come on. You... Yeah.
2: Start story of uh,
0: Texas Indian football, but we'll be back.
1: Shane, the ball, to a chain, hand it to your best player. Easy. All you got to do. Don't know why you didn't yeah. do it. And here we are Monday. 7:20 p.m. signing off to fans we appreciate you uh, listening if you'd like to hear more every Tuesday and Thursday size Apple's podcast wherever you get your podcast
2: and uh, we'll see you next time